<laughs> Don't you laugh at me. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, I think we're live again. Welcome into uh, another edition of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane. Everybody knows goes by Big Orange Vols. What's up, yo, Tennessee Homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, Shane, man, what a day. Literally did not have internet all day so yeah. been, until about five minutes ago. We didn't mm-hmm. even think we were going to do this show. Don't even know if it's live right now. I assume it is, <laughs> but uh, hopefully uh, let's get some people in here to get some comments in. But Yeah, I, you're you're cutting it close, Mike. I ain't going to lie. Nobody knows, but behind the scenes, it was like 13 minutes out. He's like, hey, we're good. And we're like, <laughs> okay, good. Glad I didn't fire off the tweet saying we're not going to be live. You know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, so I I did my hair, brushed my teeth, and <laughs> here I am. <laughs> well, Shane, I wanted to do something because I mean, my goodness, we're we are literally hours away from college mm-hmm. football. Um, I I got a just a little behind the scenes. I'm moving. You yep. know, we we made that be known. I'm moving in with cousin Shane, uh, and I'm doing that tomorrow. So we figured this would be the perfect time to uh, to go live preview. Hawaii at Vanderbilt talks from week zero, but really Shane, all SEC teams. That's what we love to do. Yep. We, we're not big on bowl projections. We've, we've never done a bowl projections and it really bothers me, Shane, when they do, people do weekly bowl updates and all that. So yeah, we're certainly not going to do that, but we're, for the first time ever, we're going to do bowl projections and we're just doing them now because the season is right around the corner and Shane actually had a great idea, an, uh, also a show topic. Why don't you tell the listeners, Shane, what exactly you had envisioned here? And, and hopefully I got it right this time. Yeah, this this was definitely inspired by a lot of crossfire I kept finding myself in. You know, whether you talk about one game in particular and, and you realize real quick that there's a fan base out there that thinks they're going to win that game, but you talk to the other side of it, they know they're going to win as well. So it's, I I was looking at this this show topic, Mike, because it's the first one I've done in a long time, and uh, I said, okay, what games on, on this SEC schedule that we got coming up this season do both fan bases feel pretty confident they're going to get a victory out of when they play? And and brother, I'm going through this list, and I, I'm I'm joking, but. Well, I'm being serious. It started at 26, and it's and I had to narrow it down to 10 and some honorable mentions, you know. So, uh, just goes to show that we're in for, in my opinion, brother, for one of the most amazing football seasons in a long, long time. And what makes this year so special, brother, to me, is I think we're closer, man. I I, I think the bottom is closer to the top, and and I I don't feel like there's two or three big dogs floating around anymore. I think there's a, a handful of college football teams that, that have an opportunity to punch their ticket to an SEC championship or, you know, at least impress or, or catch some of these other teams off guard. So uh, I think we're in for an electric year, brother. Yeah. Do you see what old J.J. Trucking had to say here, Shane? No. If, what do you if say? Florida wins eight games, we should, he calls us ladies. Well, you ladies should wear pink Florida shirts extra small I don't think anybody yeah. wants to see that. I mean. <laughs> Good God. I mean, that'd be a magic trick in itself, Mike. <laughs> you know, you want me to suffocate online? So uh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to a pink shirt if, if they win eight games. I, 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 I know we're going to do some bold takes. I don't think Florida 
Calm down, Gator fans. I, I, I'm just saying that. I don't think you win eight this year. But if they do, Mike, I'm, I'm not opposed to wearing a pink shirt and telling them how wrong I was. Right. Yeah. No, I got no problem. The only problem I had with that is the uh, extra small. I mean. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I haven't worn extra small since I was three years old, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that ship has sailed a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, and one, my goodness, Shane, I got to apologize to Big Blue Nation. This is not on Shane. This is on uh-huh. me. What, one thing, we did the MVPs last episode. I, I swear, I swear, I swear, I had them written down. I don't know what happened. I just completely... Went on to the next team, went on to LSU, and I, I didn't even realize it, Shane, until I was editing the show, and I was like, my God, we didn't even do I almost, like, faked it, and, it but I didn't, I'm not going to lie to the audience. Well, I, that was my screw-up. So before we do anything, let's talk real quick, Kentucky. Well, well before MVPs. you do that, let me just – Mike text me. And and he was like, "Oh shit! You won't you won't guess what we did." <laughs> he said, "We totally left Kentucky off this." I was like, "Oh god, our mentions." I said, "I'll get on right now. Do you want to get on right now?" <laughs> you know, and we would have cut in. I was like, "You know what? Let's just make a show. Let's just talk Kentucky for a minute uh, because they do got some amazing playmakers up there this season." So, who right. do you got for their MVPs? Now, could have went any direction. And remember, we're, we're not saying MVPs. I think Devin Leary is going to be incredible. I almost went Ray Davis, the transfer running back. I think he is – I put him on my all-SEC ballot at, at media day, so I think he's going to be that good. Could have went in that direction. So many good receivers. But, Shane, what is it that we've said all offseason with Kentucky? It's If they're going to be great, yeah. it's going to have to start up front. And yeah. so I, I had to give it to an offensive lineman. We got to get back to our DNA uh, of being the big blue wall up here in Lexington. So give me uh, Eli Cox. He was a center last year. He's shifting back to guard. Uh, seniority, again, I think he was great at guard, not so great at center. So they're shifting him back. That's kind of what they're doing with the entire offensive line, shifting these guys back to their more natural position. So give me Eli Cox as the team MVP on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And then the defense was a little bit easier, Shane. I'm going the man with six fingers, J.J. Weaver, yeah. outstanding player, team captain up there, linebacker. I love these linebackers, Shane. I just think linebackers should be the, the quarterback of the defense. And um, So give me J.J. Weaver. I think he's your Kentucky defensive MVP this fall. Real six fingers too, Mike. None of that, none of that web thumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. This right. is the real deal. Hey, I will say on the offense, I, I appreciate the big love, but I'm going Barry and Brown, man. You 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 want to talk about somebody that is going to be utilized like a I've been watching that that Florida show, you know, and, and I'm watching that little Percy Harvin run around. I'm like, you know, that could be Brown, man. If they play their cards right, this is a dude that's going to do special teams. This is a dude that's going to be all over offense. He's going to – don't be surprised if he doesn't, you know, line up at running back a couple of times. So, yeah. this is this is a real wild card that Kentucky has. And I think when we look back at the end of the season, we're going to talk about one of the all-time greats to come through. So, uh, yeah, give me Brown on the offense. And I'm I'm right there with you on defense. Yeah. I can't wait, man. I'm just, I'm just so fired up to see this Kentucky offense with Liam Cohen back yeah. at the helm. You know what? Absolutely, man. That that week one, I can't wait to do their prediction next week because uh, I imagine we're going to see plenty of points up there in uh, Big Blue Nation. Yeah. So let's get into uh, your show topic, Shane, before we get to the bowl projections. Games that both fan bases next season feel like they're going to win. 
And uh, I can't believe you were even able to narrow this down, Shane, because, uh, hey, it's technically the preseason and, and we're all high on our teams and we're all going to have a great season. So every fan base is high on their team entering the season. So I'm really curious to know where you went with your list. And, and I have my own list. I'm, I'm just curious if we have the same games on here. Well, it's funny. Again, you guys got to remember, I started with 26. I, I landed on 10, <laughs> but I've got about eight honorable mentions here. <laughs> and I know I've left some off, but I did real quick when we won't, we won't do every one of these, but uh, I didn't want to leave off some honorable mentions. These are ones that were really close to making the top 10 that I just couldn't squeeze them in because there's just too many other games that I think both fan bases are expecting a victory. Uh, so honorable mentions, uh, starting out, we just mentioned Kentucky. I got Tennessee and Kentucky. I got the Arkansas at Florida. Mm-hmm. I got the Kentucky at Mississippi State. I've got Arkansas at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I got Florida at Mizzou and Kentucky at South Carolina. I think those, and that, that especially at Kentucky, South Carolina, you know, with the with the sandstorm stuff starting to fly up, and the and the and all the all the shit talking that's already begun, I I wanted to move that one up. But again, wait till you get to my top ten list here. Uh, is there any of those honorable mentions maybe that made your list? Yeah, I was trying to look at mine as you went over. I I think not, Shane. So I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad that we're on, we're on the same page. The only one that I would highly disagree with what you just said there, and you might be right, but. I think that Tennessee at Kentucky game, you know, you talk to enough Kentucky fans, sure they want to win that game. That's one of the ones circled, you know, if we're going to have a great season, we got to beat Tennessee. But that feels to me like, and maybe this is a poor example because this year, but any other year, Shane, I I think that's like Tennessee fans in Florida where it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter if, Tennessee's a lot better than Florida. They still lose to Florida. So I, I think it's the reverse for Kentucky. Even if they're better than Tennessee, they somehow, some way, find a way to lose to Tennessee. So I don't know if Kentucky fans going into this year say, we expect to beat the Vols. I, I think they're yeah. circling it and saying, by God, we, we better. But I don't know right. if they're expecting it, if that makes sense. No, it does. And I, and I think on the tail end of last season, that that makes perfect sense, brother. But, you know, momentum. And, and yeah. all the talk here in the off season, and you know that their folks are pumped up. They think Leary's the dude. They think these this receiving room we just talked about. I lo- I love Ray. I, I think you know it's easy to buy into what this Kentucky team can look like. And and I guarantee you, brother, the only reason I've included it on honorable mentions is everybody that did a bourbon bet last year is ready to do it this year. You don't do that this early in the season if you don't think your team's got something. So yeah. that's the only reason I would I would include that on there. So maybe Kentucky does have a little reserve, but in the back of their mind, they think, especially after they, they go out 4-0 here, that uh, you know that this is going to be their year, or 3-0 at least. Let's give a shout-out to Freeway Jared. Shane, he just gave us five bucks. His kit, Cousin Shane, honorary Mizzou Tiger for 2023. Yeah. We'd love to see that. You know what? Absolutely. I, I ordered me a, a Mizzou Cup with game time, so uh, hopefully I'll have one of those. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid up there, so I can't <laughs> wait to get up. Everybody's asking, like, are you going to get up here and, and check out this game? And, man, it's 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 awfully tempting, Mike. It was, it's awfully tempting to head over there and – Watch that Tennessee-Mizzou game. That's another one that I think is going to come down the wire. Yeah. All right, so let's get into uh, your 10 games, Shane. 
which one uh, do you want to start at the top? You want to start at the bottom? Where where you want to go with it? I'm going to start at the bottom, Mike. Number okay. ten. Number ten. I've got LSU at Alabama, week ten. Ooh. And uh, you know, here's here's the scenario, Mike. You've got a game, obviously, that LSU won last year. But you you pull you pull anybody down there, at Baton Rouge. They're going to tell you that this team is better than it was last year. And you know who they don't have in Alabama just yet, even though I'm, we're starting to hear some rumors, is a designated quarterback. You know, they don't right. have a Bryce. You know, so I think if, if just as a common fan, I think this is your year. The only kicker is that it is a Tuscaloosa. But if you if you remember the last time they were down there, they only w- lost by one score. The 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 time before that, they did win. Of course, that was with uh with with Burrow and company. But yeah, uh, I, I I don't think LSU is as scared as of Alabama as they have been in the past. So um, of course Alabama, they just think they're gonna go undefeated. You know, there's <laughs> there's nobody they're afraid of except maybe Georgia, and they won't even admit to that. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, LSU Alabama number ten. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that one, Shane, is uh, you know all this hype with LSU that is gonna fire up Alabama and Nick Saban more than anything else. I think so. Yeah, I mean I think you're spot on there, and I love the fact, Shane, that when Brian Kelly got down there, he said, hey. I come down here to coach against Nick Saban. I want to beat Nick Saban. Yeah. That's why I'm here. And, you know, he's not talking to Notre Dame, but clearly he's saying I couldn't get it. And he couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't do it with Notre Dame's roster, but he did it. And and it, that would have been nice to say. And then you go out and you get your ass kicked by Nick Saban by 40, 50 points. Yeah. You know, you just get made fun of. But he beat him. Yeah. We all, we all know that. So he's 1-0 and as LSU's head coach and getting a 2-0. Will probably lock up the West. Now, I, I don't think that's a given by any means. To your point, Alabama expects to win that game, and they right. should because it's a home game. Yeah, yeah. So, are you going to read your ten, or you want me to just keep going up the list here? Yeah, that one's not even on my list. So, oh. uh, I'm, I'm kind of I want to mark mine off as you go. I want to. I'm just curious to see okay. if we got All the right. same. So, keep All going. Right. Number nine, I've got Texas A&M at LSU. Last and, and I'm telling you, brother. One, one intriguing thing about this one here is that every last six years, you go every other year, every other team has won. You know what I'm saying? So Texas A&M didn't get it last year. Or I'm sorry, L, yeah, Texas A&M did get it last year. This may be LSU shot, but you ask it, any of the Tigers last year, they did not expect to lose to Texas A&M. So. Uh, yeah, this one here is, is going to be an awesome game. It's played the final week and, and we know how them rivalries are. And, uh, I think going into that one, especially at the end of this season, I feel like both teams will feel like they have an opportunity to win. Yeah, that's interesting, Shane. I've, I've said it before and I believe it. I mean, I think that game is the final game of the regular season mm-hmm. will decide the SEC West. So when we get to that one, you're probably right. I mean, they'll probably both be you know, top 10, maybe top five, fighting for a playoff berth there uh, in Death Valley. The, the only, you know, caveat I would have there, Shane, I don't believe Texas A&M has ever won in Death Valley. I could be wrong, but I don't think mm-hmm. that they have. So I don't know if A&M fans right now are expecting a win there, but hell, they they embarrassed LSU last year, so you're probably right. They probably expect to beat LSU again because yeah. A&M's – I mean, how can they can't be worse? They got to be better. So if you beat them right. last year, maybe you're onto something there, Mike. And there's a real scenario, and we've we've said this all off season that 
you know, that West title may come down to that final week. And, you know, if LSU, let's just say, beats Alabama and loses a t- – I mean, you could play all kinds of scenarios, and it may come down to this final game to see who goes to an SEC championship or who has that last spot of a college football playoff. I think Texas a and is that good. And, and by the end of this year, I think – uh, the country will know. So yeah, that's where I'm going uh, at the number nine spot. I'm getting trolled in the comments here, Shane, with this Bob Williams. Vandy's still playing in a high school state. <laughs> I got all mad on the last one. I was like, why does everybody keep saying that? But now he's yeah. just trolling me. Yeah, now he's just trolling. And, and I did see a, a rendition of what the end zone's going to look like. Looks pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And then right after somebody makes that comment, they say, well, you could tell this is Photoshop because all the fans that are in it. <laughs> you know, it's like, damn, you can tell we're, we're, it's football time, man. We, we ain't going easy on nobody. So uh, let me, let me yeah. see if, uh, or you keep going, Shane. I apologize, but I, I'm going to show a photo of what exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. throw it in the, the chat here. All right. You want me to keep rolling or are you going to wait? Y- yes, sir. Go ahead. Dead air is wasted money, Mike. Exactly. Gee. So, number eight, I'm going Mississippi State at Texas A&M Week 11. Ooh. And uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that Mississippi State has won six out of nine of these games played the last nine years. So, and including last season, Mississippi State's one of those teams that we talked about, especially at SEC Media Days, everybody puts them into the bottom of the of the West, and, and that's where they belong. And then all of a sudden, they win eight games or nine games. Uh, I, 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 you ask any bulldog fan right now, they are not afraid of Texas A&M. You ask any Aggie, they don't even know Mississippi state's on the schedule. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, that's where we're at. And that's what makes that game so intriguing. And and it's going to be a hell of a matchup. Wow. I, hey, credit to you, brother. I mean, these games are not even on my list, but you're absolutely right with all of them. You're nailing it. Uh, here, I got this Vandy thing. I'm going to throw it up real quick. Uh, but I mean that looks that does look pretty sweet. But you're yeah. right. Why is there so many fans there? <laughs> that's exactly. It does look really nice, though. I, I I think when it's all said and done, that's 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 a good move for Vanderbilt. Obviously, you're not going to sit a lot of people, so make it comfortable, make it exciting, and 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 a venue that that you could use. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty cool little setup there. All right, what's what's next on your list here? Number seven, I've got Texas at Alabama. Week two. Ooh, I love including let, let, Texas here. Let that sit in for a minute because if you ask any Texas fan, like I, I, I know they keep feeling like they had it last year. They blew it. They blew that opportunity. They did have some injuries they had to deal with. If viewers didn't get hurt, maybe they would have won. If, if Bryce wasn't the quarterback, which he's not going to be this season, maybe they can win. They've already – put this uh this texas wide receiver core is the best in the country i'm they're they're reading this is the last year of big 12 but it's a also a preview of the sec and you ask a lot of them longhorn fans they think they got a real opportunity to beat alabama of course alabama they can't wait to beat the shit out of texas that's where they're (laughs) at so it's like depending on who you talk to is you're going to get a different answer but uh we talked to anwar up there at media days and there's a there's a quiet buzz with them longhorn fans man yeah no no doubt and now that they're coming to the sec they just you know to hell with the big 12 these minor leagues weak ass league now they gotta (laughs) they're running their mouth they gotta back it up as does oklahoma i hope they do but uh 
Hey, credit to you. That's another one not even on my list. So keep did it rolling, make, man. Did you even make a list, Mike? I swear. I swear. I got nine. I think I got nine games here. You've not been okay. on. So, okay. You know what that, that tells me, Shane? We're just ready for some damn football. All these games. You know what? See, that's what I'm telling you. You start really breaking down this schedule, and you're, there's some games that, that could be coin tosses, man. So, uh, and let's keep rolling with it. Number six, I've got the Battle of Columbia, South Carolina at Mizzou, week eight. And one thing them South Carolina mm. fans don't want to admit, uh, admit is who won the last four. Where you at, Mizzou fans? Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, another great one. That's that's one where, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess I just didn't realize it till media day, Shane, but it, it was, you know, every, not everyone, but about one out of every three people we interviewed, they said, we got to stop losing a day in Missouri. You know what I mean? And I didn't, I didn't realize what a, what a big thing that was with many people around the SEC till media days. But uh, I know I'd, I'd sure as hell be tired of hearing that if I was a Mizzou fan because they've, they've been winning a lot of these games. You know what? Well, and what's, what's crazy about the South Carolina scenario is there's a lot of tough, tough matchups that they're going to have this season. And it's games like this. It's these, these I guess you would call them coin toss games. That that you've got to win, you got to pull off some some upsets, and I'm not saying this is going to be an upset, but I'm just saying you can't lose these because if we do at the end of the season, eight wins is not realistic. So uh, yeah, this is this is a team you clearly can't overlook, and I don't think Beamer and company will. But uh, but Mizzou is quick to tell you who's won the last four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Again, you not even on my list. What do you got next? Number five, week one, LSU versus Florida State. Oh, come on yeah, now. That's a good one. <laughs> Florida State ain't going to lose, right? They're going to a natty. Yeah. You see, you've seen them all, all these top four brackets, and Mike Norvell, he's already gambling on this one. I've, it's a matter of time before we find out how much money he put on them Seminoles. But LSU, you got I, little things. You know, you, you're, we're down defensive linemen. We haven't talked about that. and uh, uh, But, you know, there's there's these little injury bugs that have popped up. But LSU's not afraid of Florida State, and Florida State's not afraid of LSU. So this is going to be a, a hell of a kickoff next week and a game I can't wait to see. Yeah, and I, I can't believe I forgot to uh, mention this, Shane. But speaking of that game, we, we always obviously got to hit on this real quick. Mason Smith, star defense alignment, yeah. suspended for one game. He's going to miss the opener for improper benefits, which what in the hell are we doing in the year 2023? We're spending, suspending people for improper benefits when NIL is, is legal. Now, apparently, Shane, this is what happened. And I think this was like a month before NIL kicked off. Mason Smith, Kayshawn Booty, their former receiver, yeah. Signed some autographs, got paid, technically illegal. And because Mason Smith was injured all of last year, they were not able to suspend him for a game. So that it's coming 2023. Now? How stupid. And it's shit like this that makes people hate the NCAA. Yeah. It's illogical, makes no sense. And you remember last year, Shane, we called this out at the time, but you remember Kayshawn Butte, um, yeah. his, his, I don't know if it was his wife or his girlfriend or what, but she had a baby like on a Tuesday mm -hmm. and he didn't play on Saturday. And Brian Kelly was like, yeah, his, well, his, you know, his girlfriend, wife, whatever had a baby. So he missed the game. 
well, he was really suspended <laughs> because of that. So <laughs> we knew that was a BS excuse, but that that's yeah. not really the point. The point is, this is stupid. This is all legal now. I mean, I mean, how dumb? I mean, this is the it dumbest is. thing that I've heard all off season. It's, it's shit like this that drives you nuts. You know, you you watch that Johnny Manziel documentary, and you know these kids, they're making a fortune. And I'm not, I'm not trying to get into the the whole politics of NIL and all that jazz, but a couple dollars off a signature, you know, it's like let let the kid have a little money, a little pocket money, you know, or at least uh, allow him the ability. It's, instead, because somebody's not skimming it, you know, it's it's not acceptable. So I right. think it's stupid, and and I think the suspension week one when it happened last year, it, it seems like. We couldn't. Why couldn't we Steve Spurrier this thing and give them like Grambling State or something like that? Not week one against a Florida State national championship contender. Right. No, I mean, it makes no sense. I, I hate it. Mm. Mm, that's stupid. Ain't it? Never mind. It, it's a re- it could have been a revenge game, Mike. You know, he got hurt <laughs> with Florida State. So, yep. uh, anyway, number four, I got Florida at Kentucky. And that is going to be week five. I, I'm sure this is on your list, Mike. This got to be. Yep. Florida Gators do not lose to Kentucky, except the last two years. And Kentucky <laughs> does not lose to Florida if you look at the last two years. So whichever fan base you ask right now, they're expecting a win when this game happens in Kentucky. And uh, that's what makes this game so fun to watch. Yeah, and I believe three of the last four have gone to Kentucky. But yeah. this is one – and this is maybe not fair to Billy Napier, maybe not fair to Kentucky fans, but the Florida coach is expected to beat Kentucky every single year. Yeah. Now, as Shane loves to say, you have balls Wildcats, which is completely stack, true. I don't want yes. to stack correct you, Mike, but three out of five. If I'm I mean, going to do some research, Mike. Yeah, I'm but going three to, out of four. I know. It? I, no, it's three out of five. Three out is of five. It? Yeah. Hey, if I'm going to show up prepared for one show, okay, Mike, okay, I'm but... going to tell you when you're wrong. You know. <laughs> All right, no, I I appreciate no, that. We we got to get the information right. That's more important. But I, it don't matter if it's five out of five. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the yeah. Florida coach is not supposed to lose to Kentucky. I mean, this is this is how Kentucky or excuse me, Florida's fifth, sixth in the East is losing to teams like Kentucky, Missouri, and and on and on and on. I mean, it, the expectation at Florida is to compete with Georgia, compete for the East, and they can't do it if they're losing all these games. You know what? Yeah. Is that is that how you think that conversation happened when Billy came in was, you know, at some point we want to compete with Georgia and LSU, but we, we expect you to beat Tennessee and Kentucky. Is that – or South Carolina maybe. I don't even think they say that, Shane, because the expectation is compete with Georgia and Alabama. Period. And you can't do that. You can't prove to the Gator fans that you are making those strides until you beat Kentucky and, and South Carolina, Missouri, and even Tennessee. Yeah. And more often than not, the last couple of years, I mean, it, it, the Gators been about 50-50 in all those games. Yeah. And Georgia sure as hell ain't 50-50 in these games, right? Alabama, yeah. LSU, you know, on and on and on. You want to be elite. You don't want to be struggling in what many perceive to be the weaker side of the the SEC, even though I think the East was stronger than the West last year. It may not be this year, but I think it was last year. Yeah. Who do you think Florida hates the most right now? Georgia. Georgia? Florida State? Not even on there? Not even on the list? 
They were probably a close second. Close second. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just curious. What's, Kentucky's definitely got to be moving up. They win another one. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right. Number four, that's who I had. Number three, Mike, and this is the one. This is the one that started all of this, Mike. Tennessee versus South Carolina. <laughs> week five. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I know it went viral. Everybody's called me every fat name they could think of. I'm going to start rating these, you know, see see who does the best. But <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, brother, you ask a volunteer fan if they're going to lose to South Carolina this year, they will say no. You right. ask a South Carolina fan, are they going to lose to Tennessee? They say no. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I did this whole list because I started thinking about it. There's a whole bunch of games just like this, two fan bases coming together to compete and expecting a win, which makes that win bittersweet when you get it, and it makes that loss very tough when you got it. Yeah, yeah, this was number one on my list too, Shane. And maybe this is not the best way to judge things, but all I all we talk about is SEC football, and we do it all off season long. And I am not exaggerating, Shane, but for the last – I don't know, how, how long is the offseason? Eight and a half, nine months, whatever? Yeah. Every time I post about Tennessee, I get South Carolina people in the mentions. Yep. Every time I post about South Carolina, I get Tennessee fans in the mentions. And this has been nonstop for <laughs> eight months. I cannot wait for uh, this game so that, you know, half these people can can just keep it keep doing it. And the other half, will, they're not going to be quiet for long, but they'll be quiet for about 24, 48 hours. But this is a blood feud, Shane. Yeah. Shane Beamer, Josh Heupel. I didn't even realize it until, uh, you know, talking to some people at Media Days. I I didn't realize that Josh Heupel and Shane Beamer are, are I'm trying to put this kindly, not buddies. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there's rivalries yeah. all across the SEC. I didn't realize, uh, you know, the, the animosity there. So uh, it, it's personal for the coaches. It's personal yep. for the fans. This This is developing into one of the – the better rivalries in the SEC at the time being, not saying all time or anything like that, but uh, that's why it was it was disappointing when um, you know they came out with the twenty four schedule and and this game was not on it. I realized sacrifices had to be made, but right. that that just adds even more fuel to this fire because you whoever wins this game is going to have two years of bragging yeah. rights, which is is pretty interesting. Well, somebody, everybody asks, are you going to any of the games this year? Are you going to any of the games? Yes, I'm going to one game this year, Mike, and it's this one. I'm going to be in the stands watching South Carolina, Tennessee, because I can't wait. It's got that Tennessee Ole Miss vibe. You remember when we were launching those mustard bottles? You remember that? <laughs> yeah. that that's that's the kind of hatred it feels like, The you know, getting Lane Kiffin back on the field. That's that's kind of what's brewing over here in Knoxville, and uh, it's going to be such an exciting matchup. And, of course, if we lose, I won't see you for two days, Mike. You know, even though I live next door, <laughs> don't even come over. We ain't going to talk football until I have to. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. All right, who's next on your list there, Shane? All right, number two, I got Ole Miss at Mississippi State. One of the best games Ooh. to watch. This is probably one of our favorites. Final, uh, what is it, Thanksgiving, right? We yeah. watched this. Uh, last, ten, last ten games, these teams have split a five and five. And the last four, nobody's won more than ten. It's always close. It's always competitive. They both hate each other. It's different. It's different outside the state of Mississippi. It's almost like you can appreciate 
that state hate. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what I lo- love about that. That, and of course, leftover Thanksgiving is always good too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great game. That's one of my favorites on the calendar every year. The only thing that's sad about it is, uh, you know, once that ends, you're like, God, it's it's almost over here. You know Isn't what? It crazy. <laughs> we ain't even seen one football game, and we're already talking about how sad it's going to be when it ends. <laughs> yeah, oh. but uh, so far you've only hit on two that are on my list. So, uh, how oh, many more do you okay. got? Last one. Oh, okay. Numero uno, and there's a little gap here, Mike, because these dudes hate each other. Absolutely hate each other, and it's not a rivalry, Mike. Can I guess? Can I guess? I think I. I think you just tipped your hand there. Yeah, shit, I did. Is it uh, Missouri at Arkansas? It is. It is. Yeah, that was on my list. Final week, Arkansas has been two and seven against Mizzou since they joined the SEC. So you ask the Mizzou Nation, they're not worried about Arkansas, and you ask Arkansas. They can't wait to beat the brakes off Mizzou. It's that's where we're at right now. Each fan base expecting a win until the very last whistle. So this is going to be an awesome one, awesome matchup, and what quickly has become one of my favorite games to watch each year. Yeah, no, that's a great one, Shane, and that's another one where, kind of like you said, not a rivalry, but hmm, sure as hell is feeling like one. Yeah. And I get it; it's forced. It's you know, there's not the history there, but. Been some great matchups. Yeah. And I don't know. These fans just go back and forth and back and forth during the offseason, too. So I love that one. You see Arkansas tweet, five Mizzou's. You get a Mizzou (laughs) tweet, five Arkansas. (laughs) Right. And and I I love that – those fans seem to hate each other's – the the opponent's coaches, which I I guess you get, but – yeah. I, I don't see how anyone can hate Sam Pittman and even Eli. I, I love Eli, man. I think he's yeah. clever. I know he's not maybe won as many games as we've liked to see. We'll, we'll probably see that this year. But, dude, we need these characters. We need characters in the SEC. We yeah. don't need less uh, characters. You know, we don't – Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, they're great. They're great yeah. coaches, two of the best of all time. But, you know, unless Saban's mad, he's not giving you nothing. And yeah. Kirby, same way. I I know for a fact Kirby's got one of the best personalities of all these SEC coaches. Does he show it? No, hell no. Yeah. He's he keeps it buried. And hey, it's working for him. I'm not critiquing him, but give me well, uh, give me twenty Steve Spurriers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, even the coaches, like you said, you know, Eli's from Arkansas, and and then you've got. You you remember the Mizzou boys when they got out? Uh, you're, what's what's his name? Barry and all them? You know? Oh yeah, Barry. What, what is what happens? He goes to Arkansas and gets a job. <laughs> so it's like there's a it is a border war. So and, and maybe folks don't want to you know want to admit it, but say what you want. They can't wait to win that game. Yeah. All right, Chase. So hey, we went through your ten. I got I got several here that you didn't hit on. I didn't yeah. disagree with any of yours. I I could have went in those directions, but. Kind of interested to hear your thoughts. And, and maybe this was cheating a little because this one's not actually on the schedule, but it could be uh, by the end of the season. You, you already know where I'm going with yeah, this? Yeah, and I've got a list of teams not mentioned, and uh, this is definitely going to be the one that you're bringing up here, and that has to be Georgia and Alabama, right? In the SEC championship, yeah. of course. They both think they're going to beat each other. 
Uh, you know what? I also, what, <laughs> also had Georgia and uh, Seattle Seahawks. You know, so I I think both teams think they would win that matchup. So <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that has turned into a blood rivalry as well, Alabama Georgia. So that's yeah. certainly I think got to be on the list. How about this one, Shane? Texas A and M at Ole Miss. A and M has not beaten Lane yeah. Kiffin. Lane, and you know Lane Kiffin trash talking. Of course they didn't play the COVID year. That was the one game that uh, that was not played. So you could say that maybe in in fairness to A and M, that was their best year under Jimbo. But I think that's a game both yeah. fan bases expect to win. A and M and Ole Miss. I don't care where that game's played. I think they both anticipate a win. How about Mississippi State at Auburn? Yeah, they hate Hugh Freeze. Let me tell you, <laughs> and uh, you know, I I think Mississippi State. You could probably make the case for just about any of the teams, you know, because they just get overlooked and disrespected. But that's, I think that's going to turn into a nice little rivalry too with Hugh Freeze back at Auburn. Thoughts on Mississippi State Auburn? Yeah, you 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 forget that Ole Miss thing, you know. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. Sometimes you just hate the coach. I, I'm not going to lie. When Steve Spurrier left Florida and went to South Carolina, I hated South Carolina just because Spurrier was the coach, you know, because I had those <laughs> bad feelings. Same thing with Muschamp, I, you know, that whole relationship, you know. Of course, then he said that stuff in the fans, you know, singing Rocky Top after he beat us. So that one was tough. Sorry, I'm going back and forth. But sometimes <laughs> you put the team with the coach, and I think that's an awesome matchup there. Now, how about this one, Shane? Arkansas at Ole Miss. I think a lot of the similar vibes there. I mean, some fantastic games. Of course, last year Arkansas beat the hell out of them. But yeah. uh, that that was like the one game I think that Arkansas won in convincing fashion in, in conference play. But I think Arkansas fans expect to win. I think Ole Miss fans, particularly at home, expect to yeah. win that game. It's personal to KJ's from the state of Mississippi. That This is one of the most underrated games on the SEC schedule every year. Yeah, it's funny you said that. I That was one of the ones I had on my list, and I took it off because I felt like I was just doing Arkansas schedule. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas makes to beat all these guys, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I got two more, Shane. Florida at South Carolina. Yeah. They've, yeah. they've switched, you know, last two years. They've smacked each other around. So I think the expectation, and, and it goes back to what I was saying about Billy Napier, they expect to beat South Carolina, I mean, until Steve Spurrier got down yeah. to South Carolina, they owned the Gamecocks. I, I realized that was a while ago, but that's one. I think they anticipate to win. And then one more, kind of like your Arkansas, I had Florida a number of times. You you already yeah. hit on Florida-Kentucky. That was on my list. But the other one, I think you already know, brother, Tennessee know. at Florida. That I think you can make the case this one as well. Both fan bases, in fact – I just shared this. I, I was listening to a podcast I saw while, it. while my internet was down. Shane, Shane Matthews, former Florida quarterback, says, by God, we're going eight and four or better. He says, Tennessee doesn't win in the swamp. I've seen Joe Milton. He got benched. He didn't say he was horrible, but basically he's like, that guy's <laughs> not going to cut it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Florida fans expect to win. Tennessee fans, for some reason, are expecting to win in the swamp. I get it, but. I never, what never would I, I, I know he could throw far, but he ain't any good or something along those lines. Yeah, he could yeah. throw it far, but that doesn't matter, basically, what he said. <laughs> but uh, mm, so, so put some gas oh. on that one. You know what? 
Joe doesn't lose in Florida. You remember that? <laughs> 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 oh, God. I love it. Mike, don't you love it? it it's just so fun talking about it. Now, um, I, is that it? Is that all you got? Because I did want to mention um, uh, one last thing. Because yeah. these are the teams I didn't have mentioned. Okay. Um, uh, you said Mississippi State and Auburn. So that was one mm-hmm. uh, I had here. I had Kentucky at uh, Vandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, because and the reason is Vanderbilt's a team that I'm not mentioned. And uh, so a team that you beat, you know, it's going to be at home. Uh, the other one I think they may have circled is Auburn. You know, it, there's a handful of teams that Vanderbilt's going to have circled for potential. I mean, for them to make a bowl, they got to win some SEC games. So uh, maybe those are, are – I'm not sure Vandy thinks they're going to win either one of those. But, <laughs> but hell, maybe they do because they did beat Kentucky last year. Right. Um, I mentioned Georgia and the Seahawks and, and then of course you got Bama and Georgia. So yeah, that that's my list and very, very similar to yours. And I can talk about them all day long because you sit there long enough. You can make an argument that any of these teams can beat anybody. Shane user, uh, chicken and waffles wants to know if the Vols beat Georgia, will cousin Shane use his manscaped <laughs> on air? Oh man. Absolutely. I, if if we beat Georgia, yeah, what should I do? Like just the mustache? Is that, is that <laughs> keep just get the away tea? With that? Just yeah, keep you that see tea the in tea? the middle. That's how big a ball fan I am right there. I got a power T right there in the stash. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's a perfect segue, Shay, to let everybody know. Of course, we're brought to you by Manscaped Bank for another year. Head on over to manscaped.com, put that promo code SEC in. They'll give you 20% off your entire order and free shipping, including free international shipping, Shane, over at manscaped.com. There's a link in the show notes to to follow, take advantage of this offer, Shane, and they've got the Beard Hedger Pro they're selling right now. So, again, head on over to manscaped.com, promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order. We're also brought to you by Game Time Sidekick, Shane. Yeah. How about it here? We got all SEC teams all Power 5 teams covered over at Game Time Sidekicks. You will not be disappointed, I promise you guys. If you head on over to GameTimeSidekicks.com, they even got the NIL ones with uh, like Joe Milton, and they yeah. got they got every, uh, not every player, but they've got a player from every team over at Game Time Sidekicks, and some of that money will go to the players as well. So if you want to support your favorite players, again, head on over to Game Time Sidekicks, same promo code, SEC for 20% off your entire order. That is in the show notes as well. And really, the one, another one uh, new this season, Shane, that we're really hoping to get more of you involved with is my bookie. We yes. love gambling on these football. You talk, we're just sitting here talking about these games. We'll gamble on all these games with you. If you head on over to my bookie and use that promo code, that SEC, T H A T S E C, they will match. Your initial deposit bonus, uh, excuse me, they'll give you a 50% of whatever you put in initially. So if you put in 100 bucks, they'll give you a free 50 to gamble with over at mybookie.ag. And, uh, you know, mybookie now, they have instant payouts, things of that nature. Back in the day, you used to have to do a wire and Bitcoin and no, 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 no. We don't have to do any of that anymore. This is totally legal all across the United States. Mybookie.com or mybookie.ag. I, I actually did 
.com by accident, Shane, yeah. still still takes you to the same website. So okay. mybookie.ag, promo code T-H-A-T-S-E-C, they'll match 50% initial deposit, and uh, it, it really is a hell of a website. You know what? Yeah, and a hell of a deal. Like you said, put a couple hundo in there, get a hundred back, and you put that in your free. There's your free gambling. Come on now, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna give you a ton of picks. If you just if you just ride my ride, I'm telling you, you can you can make some money. Usually picking the other one, but but I'm telling you, that's that's a hell of a deal, Mike. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. My chicken and waffles is fired up, Shane. Cousin Shane using that weed whacker manscape on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. <laughs> All right, so SEC Bowl predictions. Shane, we've never done this before. Like I said, yeah. only doing it one time, and we're just doing it right before the season. So this kind of goes hand in hand in with my bowl, or not my bowl, but my season prediction. So uh this is not cousin shane if you if you're not happy with this list don't yell at him yell Mm -hmm. just at me sec mike you ready for my sec bold predictions yes that's bold not bold we already done those (laughs) this is bold and this is mike's and this is not me so yes take it away so i got uh 13 teams going bowling here shane and uh do you want me to start at the top or do you want me to start at the bottom i'll do it however you want can you start with the three teams that didn't make a bowl? Well, I'm not counting Texas and Oklahoma in this. Okay. All right. So the only one I don't have is Vanderbilt. And I think Vanderbilt can get there. But okay, there's only so many slots for the SEC anyway. And, and hell, Vanderbilt could probably go five and seven with their, their great grades. They can probably get in. So I, I probably should have thrown them in here somewhere. Yeah. Now, last year, they won five, right? They, they did, five. yeah. Did they? But they didn't go to a bowl. No. Do you remember I, how that happened? I thought, all that that happens, Shane. Whether there's, it's kind of complicated, but it it depends on the other conferences if they don't have enough bowl eligible teams. Okay. Then right. it goes to the grades. So last year, all the team, all the all the conferences had enough teams, so five and seven didn't get to go. I got you. Okay. So uh, you still didn't answer the question, top oh. or bottom here? Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bottom, man. Let's start at the bottom. Okay. Now, again, I could be totally wrong, Shane, but we're expecting big things. Auburn didn't even go to a bowl game last year. At least I got them going to a bowl game. But I think with so many moving parts, I, I got them at the lower tier here in the SEC. I got the Auburn Tigers, Shane, going to the Gasparilla Bowl, December 22nd. And that means they'll play either an ACC or an American conference team down there in uh, wherever the hell they play the Gasparilla Bowl. But again, I that's not what you're shooting for if you're at Auburn, but it is progress, if that makes yeah. sense. So any any issue with that? No, I, I think if you come in, win a bowl, or get to a bowl, period, 
you're in good shape because you talk about a team that could use those extra practices going into next the following season. I, I think it's going to be Hugh Freeze and Auburn there. So no no problems here at all, and not no surprise if they move up quicker than some of these other teams either. Yeah, and uh, it looks like Don says that's in Tampa. Oh, okay. A trip to Tampa. Come on, you yeah. can't knock it. Come on now. You in Tampa. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right, how about uh, the Birmingham Bowl? Shane, SEC versus ACC or an American conference team. I'm going Mississippi State in December 23rd in the Birmingham Bowl. Again, that's not what Mississippi State shoots for, but in year one of a coach, yeah, I don't think you can knock him for being in the, the nation's toughest conference, maybe the toughest division in the conference, making a bowl game. I, I think that is not a huge win, but it's a win. Yeah, I think it's a win. I think we're a little low on them right now. This is, this is you know, when are you, you going to do this list again? We're not going to do it weekly. Uh, never, so. never. This is, the, this is a one-time deal, Shane. Oh, okay. Record this, Mississippi State. That was SEC Mike putting you down in that shitty bowl. <laughs> All right, how about the Liberty Bowl, Shane, out in Memphis? Yeah. Hey, this ain't Stuart Mandel show. I got them Gators going back bowling, Shane. Liberty Bowl, December 29th against a Big 12 opponent, Florida Gators. Fair or not? Fair. Very fair, Mike. I mean, it's tough year, tough schedule, injury bug. If you get to a bowl, yeah, I think you're happy here. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Again, I'm down on this team, Shane, relatively to a lot of other people, but still, I got them bowling here, and I love this bowl, Shane. This is my hometown here, the Music City Bowl, SEC versus Big Ten, December 30th, South Carolina Gamecocks. Yeah. Again, not what you're shooting for, but a couple years ago, hell, you you take Music City Bowl. I mean, you have you a good time on Broadway? Go catch a game. That ain't That ain't that bad. No, not that I've done it. <laughs> Tennessee fans, we've been there plenty of times. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think you'll <laughs> we can show you around. <laughs> All right, how about the Texas Bowl, Shane? This is SEC versus Big 12, December 27th. You ain't going to like this, brother, but it's better than they've done in the, in the recent years. I'm going Missouri Tigers to the Texas Bowl. Oh, man, that's tough. That's a tough pill swallow, Mike. Obviously, again, SEC Mike's schedule here. But if you did get a matchup with a Big 12 opponent, I think it's going to be fun, whoever it would be. So if they were down there, I think that would be a cool game. Yeah, it'll be an opportunity to go 2-0 and against uh, Big 12 this year. Well, it kicks off, too. You know, some, some I'm not again, we're not saying this is exactly how it's going to play out. But, you know, uh, Eli's been trying to recruit a little bit better there in Texas, you know. So mm-hmm. why, not, why not have a bowl game there? Yep. All right, how about uh, the Gator Bowl, Shane? SEC versus ACC, December 29th. Mm-hmm. Give me them Arkansas Razorbacks in a Florida bowl game. Can't knock that, can you, right around the holidays? Yeah, yeah that's, that's nice. A lot, lot nicer in Arkansas. So, And fans will love to travel down there and watch that one, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about the Duke Mayo Bowl, Shane, where they throw mayonnaise on you if you win? SEC versus ACC, December 27th. I got them Ole Miss Rebels going to the Mayo. But wouldn't you love to see Kiffin get dunked on there with the Mayos and all that? He ain't, he ain't going to play that game, Mike. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if there's any coach I, I see finding a reason to get out of it, it's going to be Lane Kiffin. So <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now, I hate that they change these bowls. It's so confusing. But this used to be the Outback Bowl. Now it's the Relia Quest. I don't even know what that is. I love Outback. SEC. 
<laughs> versus ACC or the Big Ten. January. This is a New Year's Day, so now we're getting into the yeah. big, big, this is a big so boys. Don't you know you? The name throws you off. May you think this is a shitty bowl. It's a New Year's Bowl here against yep. top Power Five opponent, Kentucky Wildcats in what used to be the Outback Bowl. I, th- I think that would be again. That's not pie in the sky. That's not what you're shooting for. But it'd be a that'd be a hell of a run for Kentucky. No, yeah. A New Year's Bowl, that's this from this point on, there's no wrong answers. I mean, obviously, you'd love to go to an SEC championship and then to the college football playoff, but moving forward, if your name's on this list, I think you'd be tickled pink. So, yeah, they should be really happy with that one. Now, these next three, Shane, these are what they call New Year's Six Bowls, which used to be, you know, BCS. So, I mean, these are big-time matchups. Citrus Bowl, mm-hmm. SEC versus Big Ten, January 1st. Give me Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm. You can't spell citrus without Alabama, can you? <laughs> Is that the saying? <laughs> I don't think so, but uh, you could probably you could make it work somehow. You know, there's a C, there's a T. Yeah, a T. yeah I don't yeah. know something. All right, how about this one, Shane? Fiesta Bowl, January first. I'm curious if this is a win for you or God, not. Bam is so mad right now. Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee in the Fiesta Bowl. Would you Fiesta take that? Bowl. Yeah, man. Been there before. Then we win a natty down there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, how about the Peach Bowl, Shane, in Atlanta? Again, these these are all New Year's Six Bowls. Yeah. Texas A&M in the Peach Bowl. You think that's fair? Uh, Yeah, and I think they'd be really happy here. I think Bama <laughs> thinks they uh, – they're just, like I said – they're just man. They're so mad right now. But yes, give me Texas A and M. Maggie's love that. Look I mean, they, to go from not making a bowl to a, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, I think they're going to be that good. It, it, let's shout out Danny. He gives us the best questions or comments here. Fine bombs entire listener base <laughs> just had a heart attack. <laughs> oh my god, jeez. Imagine, imagine Shane being a New Year, uh, you know, January first, New Year six, and they're like, "This is awful garbage." I mean. <sighs> No, no. I mean, seriously. Even like, like I said, Texas A and M not making a bowl, and then all of a sudden playing. Jeez, you'd be on cloud nine. Yeah. All right, now Shane. Here's the playoffs this year. Yeah. There's two bowl games, which always is Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl. Hmm. Now, usually how they do it, Shane, the higher ranked, you get closer to home. So. There's two SEC teams I haven't mentioned, brother, and I got them both going to the playoff, but I'm already on record. I think LSU wins the SEC, so if that happens, they're going to give the edge to the team that that won the the conference. They're going to give them that home field advantage or or less travel advantage is what it really is. So give me LSU in the Sugar Bowl playoff game. Yeah. Georgia back to the Rose Bowl where they beat Oklahoma in that all-time classic game. I think them dogs would be happy going to the Rose Bowl. So, Georgia, you're having LSU ranked higher than Georgia? Yep, because they beat them in the SEC champ. LSU's my SEC champ. Yeah, I know, I know. I just want to remind the listeners. <laughs> but uh, hell, wait, now listen to this, Shane. I mean, this is how you'd want it if you're a dog, right? Yeah. I mean, who cares what happens in the SEC championship if you get a rematch in a national championship? Hell, they've they've done that before. Yeah. And they hey, won the one that mattered. Hey, let's, let's, let's just play a quick game here, Mike. If LSU beats Bama, 
and uh, LSU goes to the SEC championship, beats Georgia. Mm-hmm. You're putting LSU, you're putting Georgia in that top four. You see where I'm going with this. Yes, sir. Does a one-loss Alabama to an SEC champ get left out? Because what, I think what it boils down to is obviously Ohio State, Michigan. Those are the two. And mm. then maybe Clemson's going to be floating around out there. Yeah. Uh, let's just say – let's just remove Clemson from, from the argument here. <laughs> Ohio State wins, beats Michigan. Mm-hmm. Did you Do you put them in? I mean, obviously, you want to see body of proof, but so you're you're at, what you're basically asking me is, do we get three SEC yeah. teams? <laughs> Can it happen? Do you see a scenario? They may automatically go to twelve if that happens, <laughs> Shane. But no, I mean, I don't think there's ever going to be a. Of course, All this right. is the last year, last of, year. of the four. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I think pe- people would like quit or something if they no, put three you. from the. Now, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I thought you were right. going to say Tennessee. I mean, that that seems more realistic for Tennessee. But if they, you know, only lose, lose to Georgia, Georgia and Georgia yeah. beats the shit out of everybody, yeah, Tennessee could be four and and Georgia be one. I could see that. But yeah, yeah, they beat us by like a bad penalty or something. You think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, like they had thirteen guys on the field we didn't re- we didn't catch it or something. <laughs> It right. rained again in Knoxville. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Shane. Uh, last thing here. Of course, we got week zero here just hours away. Yep. Quick recap of the games. We're not going to spend any time on these other than the Vanderbilt game. But Navy, Notre Dame, and Ireland. Check yeah. that out. UTEP, Jacksonville State, UMass, New Mexico State, at New Mexico State, Ohio, San Diego, at San Diego State, San Jose State, Southern Cal, and FIU, Louisiana Tech. What a lineup here. (laughs) But we are fired up, Shane, for Hawaii at Vanderbilt. Yes. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network, Shane. I just checked the forecast. It's going to be 93 degrees. And this is at night even. Good Lord. It is so hot out there. Vanderbilt favored. By 17 and a half, according to my bookie, the over under 56 total points. Who do you like in the game, Shane? Oh, Mike. You know, I, I will say, brother, there's going to be an emotional aspect to this game. Obviously, Hawaii uh, coming, you know, that tragedy that, that hit out there. I, I would imagine there's some sort of, of rollout here for these guys. Um but then when the lights come on and it's football time, Mike, I'm going to tell you right now, Vanderbilt ain't going to stop. Vanderbilt went out there last year and kind of got punched in the mouth for a couple of drives before they woke up and took away, especially Mike Wright became the Mike Wright show. I don't think that's the, the case this year. I think you're going to look at Swan as, wait, cut you know, is Cutler back out there? You know, they're going that's I, that's the kind of buzz that this kid's getting and he's got a receiving core to match it. So, um I expect a lot of points scored on the Vanderbilt side. So give me Bandy 38, Hawaii 14. Oh, yeah, a real barn lock, burner over there. Lock of the week. Lock <laughs> my, it down. My bookie lock of the week, of course. This is our lock of the week, but yeah, I can't disagree with anything you said, Shane. I, the thing that I'll be kind of curious, though, is Vanderbilt, their defense, how do the, the strides that unit taken. And, of course, we won't get the full picture just in this one game, but mm-hmm. I want to see Vanderbilt be a little bit more of a lockdown defense this fall so they can get to that postseason so that I can throw them into these bowl projections. We love A.J. Swan, 
love this receiving core. Be real curious to see who steps up at running back for Vanderbilt because that's a that's a huge unknown heading into the season opener. But uh, yeah, I mean, come on, come on, man. I don't care where the games played. Thankfully, they had a month to prepare out there in Hawaii last year. I wonder if Clark took the boys out to Hawaii just for a little vacay right before the game. I know he didn't, but uh, yeah, I I cannot wait for this one, Shane. And I think you're right, but I think you're wrong because I think it's going to be Vanderbilt 48, Hawaii 14. So it's even bigger of an ass whooping than what you had. Give me... Give me the Vanderbilt in the point seventeen and a half. I think that's an easy, easy cover. Week zero. Swan, he he locks up an NIL deal after this. You're not familiar with the Swan's man. I, I don't know if you have that in Rich Nashville, but you're going to see it over here in East Tennessee. <laughs> a little yellow truck comes around, frozen items, so you ain't even got to get out of the house get groceries. <laughs> I, I think he picks up an NIL deal. The Swan, the Swan dive. Uh, another thing too, Mike, my bookie. Get on there. You put your hundo on this lock of the week. You're making money. Come on now. There's no Mm -hmm. way I missed. This is my year. I know it's my year. I'm going undefeated, Mike. (laughs) I know it, brother. So I I can't wait. I can't wait to see, uh, you know, how many people we can get over there at my bookie and and (laughs) having fun with us all season long. It's going to be a great one, Shane. I think this is another successful live show. I appreciate you for uh, being patient on your side, and we kind of threw it together last minute. But, uh, you know, I I think it was another great one. And we never know how to end them. That's right. Yeah, (laughs) you just keep rambling there, Mike. You got some packing to do. You're heading heading east, son. So, hey, I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, just know Sunday we're going to do another live show. Every Sunday we'll have a live show at 6. And uh, we're going to talk about the Bandy game and mm-hmm. start previewing some of week one matchups. So I'm looking forward to that. So be sure to set your notifications on YouTube uh, when we go live that you'll be alerted. But 6 o'clock Sunday, I'll see you there. 6 Eastern, 5 Central, every Sunday, every Thursday moving forward. So I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out and all the fun comments. This is great interacting with everybody live on the show. I appreciate you as always, Shane. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy. This beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.